Welcome to Up, Up, Down, Down. My name is Xavier Woods. Mm, I'm eating a cough drop. This is my friend, Fandango. Fandango. <laughs> I guess you're being Tyler Breeze right yes, now. Yes, I am. More breezy for Sheezy. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to Monday Night Women Wrestling Friends. I'm Stephanie Ma I'm not Stephanie McMahon. Hi, I'm Sarah the Rebel, and this is my guest host, Tamar Brooks, and you're watching Women Wrestling Friends, a podcast where I talk about wrestling with my gal pals. I'm a gal and a pal. This is very true. And you know what? It's a fun fact. We're recording this on Galentine's Day. It's going to yeah. go out on Valentine's Day. So I thought, uh, you being my Galentine, that I would give you a Valentine. Thank Show the camera. Display it. Glorious on the one side. What a festival of friendship. And look, it says, you are too good to me. <laughs> it's okay. funny because it's true. Uh, and shout out to all my other Galentines yeah. on Twitter because you guys are really dope. I created a whole Twitter list, although that's a thing on Twitter right now. We won't wow. get into it because I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> um, but I have a lot of women friends mm -hmm. that I talk to about wrestling online and more online than in real life, I would say. So it's kind yeah. of awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think it's part of it's where we don't live in the same place. Like, there's about four or five girls that I talk to on a regular basis that I literally have no idea where they live. Yes, exactly. Like, I don't know where any of these people are. I asked a few of them to be on the show, and I have to be like, what is your time zone? <laughs> exactly, exactly. I don't know where you um, live. Are you in, like, here? <laughs> are, are you, you in like, America? Like, there? It's true, it's true. So, shout out to all of you gals. I love talking wrestling with y'all. Yeah. You make my day. And also, I'd like to give a shout out to Kristen Wilson for creating a logo for us. Go check it out on twitter.com slash womenwrestlingf. Womenwrestlingf. Uh, we are not going to sing our titty song to you tonight. <laughs> it's a long story. It's, yeah. Anyway. If you saw Raw, then you'll know what we're talking about. You'll know what about. we're talking about. It's true. The end of Raw. Uh, so thank you for creating the logo and our cover. We're really excited about it. So let us know what you guys think about it. Today we're talking Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania predictions, some stuff from Raw, and wrestler D&D &D classes. We're going all in. Yeah, just... Layer that just layer in it. We may have to skip some things just so you guys don't get yeah. weird on us. Certain <coughs> things in Elimination Chamber and Raw we're not going to discuss just because we don't want this podcast to be super long. So don't get mad at us. Yeah. We watch the whole thing. Okay, yeah, just believe us. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, so it was really cool for Elimination Chamber, for those of you who don't know, is uh, basically the final pay-per-view for SmackDown before WrestleMania. And we have one more for Raw, which will be Fastlane before WrestleMania. And we started off the show with Mickey James and Becky Lynch. I think that was some gorgeous wrestling. Yeah, it was really good. Um, you know, we haven't really seen Mickey in, you know, on, on WWE in a while. And, she, I, and uh, I, I think we talked before, uh, last time I was on, where she didn't do a whole lot in the previous pay-per-view on uh, Rumble. And she was just doing all kinds of business with her belt on. Go. Yeah, I love her pants. They're so good. And this match, it was, it was just beautiful, clean wrestling mm -hmm. and and when i say clean i don't mean that no cheating or craziness happens i just mean it was just good yeah. and it was nice to see i would love to see mickey james versus charlotte one day i that would be really great yeah i would be super into it or even natalia even though they're not they're currently heels together right or heel adjacent well i think for charlotte mickey james could very mickey james doesn't need to be a heel no she's she not doesn't. like some wrestlers where they need to be a heel to no. get their emotions and their things across. yeah absolutely not but i'm just saying like in terms of the smackdown storylines currently right well, stories currently, they wouldn't yeah. let her fight Charlotte because brand dropped. Um, a few things from Elimination Chamber that really stuck out to me. Baron Corbin, your hair is thinning everywhere. Not just on your head, your mustache as well. We need to come to a solution. I really, truly think the beanie works for your mm -hmm. head, but what are we going to do about I your face? I fear castor oil helps my hair grow. Baron, we need you to put some castor oil on. Uh, does anyone else get Baron Corbin mixed up with Bo Dallas on the regular? <laughs> I really honestly thought when I first saw Baron yeah. Corbin, because, you know, I, I wasn't watching religiously until I got the WWE Network. I thought Bo Dallas had just come back as a it, bad guy. Yeah, because that happens all the time. Mm -hmm. Like it's so, a mustache, yeah. it's evil. Neville. It happens. Right. With his little or gears sticking out of his... So, sometimes I have head. moments where I say things like, oh, you know, that's Bray Wyatt's brother. It's so cool that they're wrestling... That's not his brother. No, that's probably, not Bo Dallas. That's not so, oh, that's my life. Whose who's ponytail was looking quite fine on Rob, but we'll get to that Yes, later. we, we should mention that his ponytail... Fly! Yes, 
you had going on in there. It was not good. Put some olive oil in it. Like some horse and mane up in your life. I just want to share a couple quotes from Elimination Chamber. The commentary team had me laughing, whether intentionally or not, almost the entire show. Here are a few gems. Mm -hmm. This is what you do to an incredible young athlete like Apollo Crews. You ride him. Yes. It takes two to make a thing go right and attack him like he's full of candy are two different things that Morrow set out his crazy brain. It takes two to make a thing go right. Adorable. Sure. Wonderful. Attacking mm-hmm. him like he's full of candy. Just called his man a piñata without saying piñata. You are a genius. Yeah. Ha- hashtag sexy piñata. Morrow's a genius. Um, I also really liked when Dolph was uh, breaking Apollo Cruz's ankle. Oh. And <laughs> this is exactly how this was stated. Somebody needs to stop Dolph. And then there was a pause. And no one stopped Dolph. <laughs> I just really enjoyed that moment where it's like, oh no, someone do something. Uh, there was also a line, you guys mock what you don't understand about the furry selfie stick that Tyler Breeze has. <sighs> Tyler Breeze. We don't deserve Tyler Breeze. <laughs> no one deserves him. You mock what you don't understand. I just loved yeah. hearing that on a wrestling show. It's so good. And Tyler Breeze, <laughs> by the way, real life Vega. Real life Vega. He needs to just put just the mask on and just get his little sticky sticks. Yeah. Um, there was also a joke made, uh, Morrow said something about Jimmy and Jey Uso that was a little silly, I guess. Like, they've been brothers, like, you know... I don't know. He said something. And the response was, yeah, they've been twins for a long time, Morrow. It just... It, they were just also on point so today. Yeah. Um, and then a more serious one. They were talking about Baron Corbin being a sore loser in Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he said, well, you know, there's no need to be a sore loser. And I believe it was JBL who said, show me a good loser and I'll show you a loser. And I was just like... Real deep. We need some, like, That's, we need a meme for that. Yeah. Some cross stitch. <laughs> was th- yeah. Oh, that would be adorable. If any of you stitch, uh, let us know how you feel about that. Uh, and then there was a bit of shade, perhaps, thrown at the WWE, because once it spilled out, uh, one of the matches spilled out um, onto where the announcers were and onto the tables, and they made a joke like, oh, wish it was the Spanish announcement table. And then they said... Thank goodness there's eight of us announcers. That way, if somebody gets hurt, it's okay, is basically what they were implying. And I was yeah. just like, wow. Like, are, you, are you looking at one of them in particular? Like, that, that's a, did somebody steal your shirt that much? Just, thank some... goodness there are eight of us oh, out here yeah. stealing my job. <laughs> the damn Germans. <laughs> that was so weird. Yeah. Um, I also enjoy when they try to bring a little bit of pop culture. Yes, a bit of vernacular, if you will. Um, it it goes. What so, whether or not it succeeds, it does go. Right. So Naomi said she was gonna snatch Alexa bald. That's the thing she's been saying on Twitter and yeah. on the mic and everything. And so they said that one of the announcers, who was not David, said that. Uh, well, Naomi said she's gonna snatch Alexa bald, and then. Somebody else said, oh, maybe she'll catch her outside. And then David said, how about that? And I was just like, oh, it's like listening to your dad's trying to be cool. Yeah. I'm very yeah. hip, fellow kids. You just yeah. push the shit out of me. Oh, I got to work on my clothes. I, I, I don't really sell well. I'm too even keeled, apparently. <laughs> too even keeled to sell. Um, so those are just some of the quotes that really tickled my yeah. fancy. Please feel free to tweet me any quotes that you enjoy or any crazy things that have ever been said on wrestling there, television. There are a ton of them. They're so good. So good. I usually get a lot from Corey, who likes to call Xavier Woods a little brick house, which never fails to make me laugh because I just imagine a little brick house. Like, he's not even that small. He's just a totally dense. Um, I also... The Usos continue to look like they're from the 90s. Yeah, they're, it's a very, it's like, oh, it's like crime time. So yeah, and then to make it worse, I guess in an effort not to spark any uh, gang wars, they had to choose a color that was not associated with a gang, is all I can assume as to why they have olive green bandanas hanging out their back pockets. But like, uh, couldn't 
could you just do like not that? Like I don't know. <laughs> could I don't you know just what? Just like not. <laughs> it's really strange. It's like they raided like the Rashiki's best friend's closets and were like. Hey, I need to look like a thug. Do you guys yeah. have anything? And like all the cholos were like, "Yeah, come over." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, well, I can't wear this red because you know bloods." They're like, "Well, what if we did this in an olive green?" Was it was it Unico that came out like with the low rider bike? Was that? Uh, I don't remember. But it just I'm like just get them a low rider low rider bike is what I'm saying. Like it's like it's like literally it's that 1998. That they need to. Oh, like, no. I wish you hadn't said that. You yeah. know they're going to come out in a lowrider um, bike now, right? You did this. When I it didn't happens, do this. They're already on that path. When it happens, I'm, I'm just gonna predicting point it. you and say no, you did this. This is like WrestleMania. These are just predictions. <laughs> they're already on that path. It's not our fault. It's not our fault. Don't, um, don't you come in my mentions blaming me for that. I will. Please, Please. let's jump in her mention. No. Uh, there was a moment in the tag team match where Jason Jordan and Chad Gable were trying to make a chat a tag. A Chad. The Chad. They were trying to make a tag. That's when Chad tags. So Chad was in the ring reaching and he's doing this and Jason Jordan is doing this. And the moment was just so cute, like, oh I really need a gift of it. Yes, please. So anytime please. like two friends are trying to do something, oh, friends. it needs to be that gift. Yes. Also, that match. Oh my goodness. So, normally tag team matches where everyone's fighting aren't that interesting. No. So, the way they did it this time, everyone came in as each team was eliminated. As someone was eliminated, a new tag team came out. Thought this was great. Yeah. Um, less chaos. Yes, much less chaos and much less laying on the side of the ring being like, is it my turn to go? Do, do I roll the But the best part of this match was the ending. Jason Jordan and Chad Gable are amazing athletes. And it was just this moment where I think Jason Jordan lifted him in the air, Chad Gable caught the person, then from his landing, Jason Jordan leapt over the referee to prevent the other guy from Ascension, I don't know the guys from Ascension's names because I don't like them, I'm sorry, don't be mad, from interfering with the pin. It was like, ho, 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 ho! It was beautiful, they floated through the air like magical unicorns. Mm -hmm. I liked it. I, yeah, it was, you know... Last time I was on, talk about the athleticism that I appreciate. I mean, you don't get much more athletic than that. Like, anytime anyone hurdles another person, it's just... Yeah. Have you ever tried to hurdle someone? It's, it's way harder than it looks. It's super difficult. I cannot leapfrog to save my life. Not, not for the faint of heart, my friends. Not for the faint of heart. It's easier when you're tiny. You have less... Less to lift up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I learned that lesson. Damn you, thighs! Um, I, I just enjoyed the match, and... I get nervous whenever Jason Jordan takes his um, singlet down that he's going to show everything to us. I get very nervous. How is it staying there? I don't know. Double size tape and magic. He's just like, let's just tease him a bit. But we can't show him the goods. No, gotta keep that under wraps. What do you think this is, the 90s? You can't be just showing your goods all over the place. You can't show your goods. Gotta keep your goods. Aria Divari. Okay, anyway. Well, um... Randy Orton and Luke Harper had a match. Mm -hmm. It was pretty great. Luke Harper is really showing off that he's not just the sidekick yeah. of Bray Wyatt. He is a great wrestler. Unfortunately, he looks so hideous that I have a hard time watching him, man. Every time I see him, I'm just like, oh, I know, but he looks like the shirt looks dirty, and sometimes he has spit in his Ooh. beard. And what if the turn of this is that he goes like all and gets a makeover? Yeah. What if What if that's the thing that happens after what, this? What if he's actually beautiful under that beard and hair? Like you know, just a comb could do a lot. What if he is? We don't know. Mm -hmm. Actually, I'd be really interested in this. I feel like there should be some monetary goal for charity where he has to go and get beautified. Yeah. I get that it's his thing and that it's his gimmick and it's working for him. Yeah. So, totally get this should not change. I'm not asking for it to change. I'm just being very honest that it grosses me out. I don't like to look at it. But I do think from a storyline standpoint, that would be something that would be unexpected. Is for, you know, the white family to temporarily break. He gets all, you know... Corporate cane on us, but maybe not quite corporate cane. But you know, get to comb through his <laughs> he just hair, comes get back to trim. Like, Randy Orton, you are a beautiful snake. So I decided to shed my skin and become a beautiful snake. As yeah, well. right. Listen. I can see it. We're, weirder things have happened. Much weirder things. Uh, Naomi and Alexa. First of all, 
Yes! <laughs> Finally! Sorry, I should have said turn your headphones. Take your <laughs> headphones off. My bad, everyone. Uh, I'm just... A moment of joy. I've been rooting for her for so long. She's looks so good in the ring, so, so athletic. Except when she does her little kicks sometimes and people don't, you know, they just Great. bounce instead of actually trying to take it properly. But overall, amazing. And this match with Alexa was fun. It was interesting. Alexa's so good at being the heel. She really is. It's, it's a skill. It's a definite skill. Not everyone's good at it. She's so great. And then Naomi just, like, won and conquered all of our hearts. And then it made me cry. I was laying on my couch, holding my cat, and crying when people started chanting, you deserve it. And she was like, oh, shit. And she just, like... <laughs> Feelings good. Yeah. She just, like, lost it. I was like, I'm crying, too. I'm really happy. I know she's going to lose it at WrestleMania. Wait, we can't talk about predictions. No, no. But no. I was really, really happy to see it happen. She deserves it. Finally, she has her spotlight. Yeah. All about it. And there's a really cute video. I think WWE posted it of backstage mm -hmm. where she's hugging her man. And then he plays a, like, trick on her. It says that the belt's upside down and she has a minor freak out moment. And then she looks down and he's like, got him. <laughs> and she's like, ah. It's so cute. Here. I'm very happy. I'm very happy with that. Very pleased. Very, very pleased. Uh, in the Elimination Chamber itself, we had, oh, I'm going to go through. Bray Wyatt, The Miz, Baron Corbin, Dean Ambrose, mm -hmm. AJ Styles, and John Cena. I think I got everybody. Yes. Uh, started off the match with John Cena and AJ Styles, which was interesting. Because that, you know, the longer you are in, the less likely you're going to win. Yeah. That's so I was true. very surprised to see them put... The, what I would consider the two top stars in that situation mm -hmm. in the ring. It was interesting. The Miz seemed the most out of place in that elimination chamber. He did, and he did act like that, so I feel like that was a, well, job well done in your acting, Miz. Um, yeah, like, because when, when he first came out, he just was kind of standing there like, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> like, I'm in a room with a bunch of crazy people. Oh, no. Because even though AJ Styles and John Cena don't have the crazy brand, like, Bray Wyatt, Dean Ambrose, and Baron Corbin, yeah. they're all crazy. AJ Styles has that fanaticism type of crazy, and John Cena has that too. They have mm. the type of crazy, like, I will do anything yeah. to win, and The Miz has almost no crazy. He's just, I'm Hollywood. And yeah. so it was, it was just interesting seeing him in there with everybody. It's It kind of stuck out. They did some cool stuff where they got up on top of things and jumped. You know, they have like to try to... Time. Yeah, they, they look like little Mario, like the, the turtles, when you're like, pop, trying to get the turtle off the fence so you can continue. Someone, also, someone give us I Imagine me as Mario bopping turtles. That's what Elimination Chamber was. Every once in a while is, yeah. Yeah, it was, but it was, I mean, overall, good match. It, I, I mean, I'm vaguely surprised that they gave it to Bray Wyatt. I mean, it deserved, certainly. Um, I thought maybe that they were going to do it at WrestleMania and not ahead of time, but this then sets up the Orton-Wyatt mm -hmm. exactly. thing that we knew was inevitably coming. I was pretty excited overall to have a, a pay-per-view where two new people walk away as champions. Yeah, Two people who have been working real hard and have deserved this shot for yeah. a while. That made me really happy. Uh, John Cena jumped off the top of something at one point. Oh yeah, the chamber, uh, uh, the, uh, one of the little boxes that they stand in. Yeah, he just like he started climbing up there. I was like, no, John, don't do it. And all I could think was, damn, I would hate to be somebody who had to catch a John Cena hurtling through the air. <laughs> I heard from higher than normal, because it's not just on the corner; it's about mm, four, three, four feet. Above, the I would say four or five feet above yeah. the corner. It did look much taller it's than the corner. Way taller. He's just this big, muscly dude just hurtling just towards you. flying towards you, just a sack of meat. And you, and you can not catch him. Right, you have to catch him or he'll die. Basically. So you <laughs> so you either take one for the team or you, you just, you don't, that's that. Yeah, you you just like, take one for the team. There is no either or. Just can y'all throw Kofi at me, please? I catch Kofi. <laughs> I might be able to catch him, yeah. Like right. Yeah, he look a little bony, but John Cena just looks so weighty. Oh, just, just beef. Just, just a big old side of beef. So let us know, uh, tweet us what your thoughts were. Mm -hmm. If you completely disagree with us or you think we missed something that you want to talk about about Elimination Chamber, but we are moving on to Raw. Raw! Hot in the titties. Hot in the titties tonight. <laughs> we try so hard. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> 
I really enjoyed that Mama Steph, cool yes. Mom Steph, walked yes. out with her. Had must have had a little wine before she came out. Yeah, she, she was going to little, little step in. Uh, what with she the was, big old boots. Right. What she was actually trying to telegraph was that Mick Foley isn't here, so I'm happy. Mm-hmm. But it really just came off as like I'm still hip. And it was adorable. I absolutely love Stephanie. She's the best heel on the Mama mic. had her glass of wine with lunch before I came out here. Just she was about to have a good time. Mm-hmm. It was great. Went to brunch, maybe? Mm-hmm. A little extra champagne. A little balloonies. <laughs> uh, so right after, Roman Reigns comes out and interrupts, because uh, I here's a weird thing. I love Roman Reigns, first yeah. of all. I love his face. I understand everyone hates him. That's fine. It's not fine, but it no, is what it is. Yeah. Um... It's weird that there's no tension anymore when wrestlers come to stare down Steph McMahon because you know that nothing bad can happen to her. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, it's 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 understandable change, but it's also... It removes some of the tension from the storytelling. So even if you have more chick valets out there to, you know, threaten her or whatever, but then also, like, you know, she's not Shane. She's not trying to, like... She's not trying to wrestle nobody anymore, you know what I mean? I mean, well, she did get put in that uh, arm lock uh, by Ronda Rousey a little bit ago, but that's not, like, Last heavy year. lifting, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, so I get it, but also, you yeah, know. Yeah, I'm pretty conflicted about it. Uh, but then, two homies came out, Gallows and Anderson. Who darkened their beards, so you know they're really, really heels. That's, it's just, what? Like, because it's not just the beard. <laughs> Like he, like all this business got, like all this was also darkened. So like, like, like someone just came up with that waterproof mascara. Just, <laughs> it's just let me get like, that, let, me get let me just, let me just touch you just, up real quick. It was interesting. Yeah. Um, and then that match wasn't that interesting to me, it but fine. it's fine. Uh, so the new day came out afterwards, and they announced their blueprints for ice cream. Yes. And they, the camera cut to a little girl in the crowd just. Like punching the air. Basically, fuck yeah, ice cream. Yeah, like, and I, I feel like every once in a while the cameraman cuts to somebody I relate to real hard. Last mm. time it was the women making faces when Noam Dar was talking. Now it's this little girl. Like I don't even know what's going mm-hmm. on. But I heard ice cream. But I fucking love ice cream. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Uh, it's really sad to watch the new day getting buried like this, though. They had to yeah. fight Bo Dallas, who, as we mentioned. Phenomenal ponytail. So good. So good. So good. Somebody brushed that. Got that. Flat iron, maybe. Yeah, just got it. Just got it. Just got it. Just mm. beautiful. Maybe some just keratin. We don't know. Got all like, that horse in me. Just got all up in that ponytail. That was a beautiful ponytail. And he even did a little dance, which was it did, which was seared in my mind. Oh, it's. I can't get it out. Purposely terrible. It's so good. Yeah, I cannot. Shout out, Bodellis. Get that horrible image out of my mind, and I hate you for that, but I also respect that you're yes. making me think about mm-hmm. you. I do like that I always talk as if people are watching this. Just assume. Just <laughs> no assume. one's watching this. Um, oh, and then uh, when uh, Bo Dallas got knocked the fuck out. You got knocked the fuck out! Uh, in celebration, oh, because part of the thing is they ripped up the New Day's ice cream. Oh yeah, place. he went too far. He went too far. He took a step too far, mm-hmm. and they had ice cream, was it blueprints? Said ice cream blueprints. I'm like, we figured out a way to bring ice cream to everybody. And then Bo Dallas, in a fit of anger, just ripped him apart. And, and it so. was almost like he ripped out a magical jewel yeah. that was fueling the New Day because all of them fell as if stricken to yes. the floor. Yeah, it was it was some, it was some serious business. Like, that was some witchcraft. You just, yeah. you just broke something. He really did. Anyway, point is, he got knocked out, and Big E starts pouring cereal all over him and into his mouth. And then, I believe Corey Graves said, you never feed cereal to an unconscious man. Ah, so serious. I need that on a shirt. Also, you need to cross-stitch that. Either way. <laughs> Again. Cross-stitch. Just so many great, I just want a tumbler of comments. Yes. They're so good. Oh, and then, um, Corey had said something, oh, they were talking, he was complaining about the cereal. He's like, oh, that's not even good cereal, it's not even good for you. It, did, it belongs in a buffet. And we were both were like, <gasps> buffet with orange chicken. Oh, yeah, buffet, like the orange chicken in a buffet. We're like, oh. <gasps> We both had the same reaction. He's talking about in Vegas. If you've ever been to Vegas, there's lots of places that have buffets. Mm-hmm. And so that's what he was trying to talk about. Yeah. But well, they're delicious, Corey. Listen, why are you maligning orange chicken like that? How dare you? How 
dare you? They are so good. I love eating Listen, buffets yeah. in Vegas. I mean, he was blinking slow like he was. He had beer for, for lunch. Okay, but, we do know. need to address that. <laughs> Something's wrong with Corey. <laughs> Something was wrong with Corey. Corey was out He late. maybe was, yeah, he maybe had a hangover. He was trying to keep them eyes open. He was doing everything I do when I'm drunk to try and stay present in the moment. Allegedly. Allegedly drunk Corey. Just that course. eyebrow was just hanging out too long. He was blinking a lot. Just unfocused. Listen, I know you're Vegas. You got cracking last night. You probably stayed up a little too late playing blackjack, you know, or whatever else you might do in your time in Vegas. I'm not judging, but I'm just saying, you know, you got to take a break a couple hours before the broadcast. <laughs> he just looked so done. Just, yeah. Um. But I feel that feel. I feel it. Yes. Later on, we had a little promo between Neville and Gallagher. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really funny. Their accents are so different that I was like, "Are you both from England?" And then I remembered that one is speaking. Dang near Cockney, and yeah. the other one is doing a Queen's English, so okay. If you know the actual dialect that Neville is using, please feel free to inform me, because mm. uh, But I really, really love that at the end, Gallagher basically said, you think people are making fun of you because you're different, or you think people don't like you because you're different. Maybe it's just that you're an asshole. But he didn't say asshole. No. He said pillock. Yes, bloody pillock. Uh, I actually... As or is that different? As hilarious it was, as hilarious as that was, I think it fell flat with the audience because they weren't familiar with that term. Yes, just know that in British, that's a bad thing. We moved on to a fight with Noam Dar and Mm -hmm. somebody else. I don't remember. Was was it Gallagher? Yes, that was the actual match. Cool. Yeah, that was the actual match. (laughs) I remember. Yes. Uh, I was very distracted by Alicia Fox's bad weave as usual. Everyone else has weave that fits on their head just fine. Yeah, I don't like. But did you? Could you? Look, I feel like they're treating Alicia like she's still in the divas division mm-hmm. when she is, and she's actually very skilled. So just, just bring her, just bring her, bring her in, bring her in, help her, transform her, yeah, give her the Emmalina makeover. Which can we talk about that? We'll we talk about it in two steps. Okay. Yes. Uh oh, man. The, the commentary team also dissed the crap out of Morrow at one point. They were like, yeah, getting overhyped like Morrow or something like that. And I was like, oh, fight, 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 fight. But, of course, they're not going to fight, but it was great. Uh, Gallagher, in that match, gave a headbutt to Noam Dar that looked really real. Yeah. And maybe, maybe it was just too quick, but we watched it about three times, and it really did look like Noam Dar didn't get his head all the way out of the way of the headbutt. Yeah. And normally the smacking sound is, really, he's hitting, like, around here. It's not, like, freaking me out. Yeah, no. That but was... that seemed like he hit his shot. I don't know. We, to yeah. us, it yeah. looked real enough that we watched it three times. Yes. And that Gallagher looked messed up for the rest of the match. <laughs> like, yeah. he was kind of frowning and just, you know, trying to be present. But I think he was actually pretty hurt. Yeah. Because headbutts hurt both parties. Basically. It's true. I learned that when I was little. I tried to be a triceratops mm. from uh, Land Before Time, sure. and my nephew and I ran at each other and headbutted each other like triceratops, and I never did that again. Mm. Never again. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, Emelina. Yeah, Emelina. Okay, so the Emelina thing's been real weird for me. Uh, it's mm. been gone. Much like Braun Strowman just running over dudes and not having any kind of real competition, the Emelina thing has stretched on a little bit longer than I would like. So 17 I think weeks? 17 weeks is what they said. Like six you know, months. That's a long, long, long time. Long time. You're not wrong. And then she came out in this like little sparkly, like uh, you know, almost prom, a little sluttier dress, which is cool. Cool, cool. And then she came out and she's like, you know, we're witnessing the rebirth of... Emma to Emelina, and then she was like, "Now you will see the return to Emma." The return, and then she turned around and walked away. She was out. She was out there for she like was, twenty-five. Seconds. Right. She was out there for a very short amount of time, simply to say, "This is Emelina." Now you're gonna watch transformation of Emelina to Emma. Walked away. The entire audience booed because we've been waiting for this for months, uh, and it was confusing and it didn't make a lot of sense. I, on the one hand, I'm happy. Yes. I didn't want. Emma to transform into this super sexy version of herself. She was awesome. Yeah. The way she was. It's a real, like, kind of diva's, like, kind of setup, which I don't mind if, like, the sexy thing is a thing. I don't mind that as a character, but, like, the way that they were setting up seemed very kind of antiquated to what they're trying to do now. 
Right. It didn't so, seem to make a lot of sense. Yeah. And then to have it go so long. So you know, long. if this was just us being trolled, you know, a couple weeks, yeah. sure. Maybe. A month at most. Yeah. But to go on so long. Seems really weird. And to never, like, change the promo mm -hmm. or have her say different things. No different pictures, no, like, skits, no, like, nothing. Right, it was just that same thing. I'm very confused, but I am potentially very happy that Emma is not changing, that she's still going to be tough and cool. Yeah. And then I'm really hoping it doesn't take another 17 weeks to turn back into Emma. Please. I mean... They could, they could, if you're doing tough chick thing, they could put her with Naya. That could be an interesting combo. That would be interesting. She was originally with Dana Brooke, if I remember correctly. Uh, yes. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Which could potentially give Dana Brooke something to do since she no longer has anything to do because of the whole Charlotte thing getting weird. Um, moving on from that, I think it was Braun Strowman versus Mark Henry next. Yes, which started out like it wasn't going to be boring. And then it turned boring. Also, we talked about Braun's beard. Yes. It's a very fluffy beard. It looks like it's cradling the tiniest chin. Just like, a teeny, teeny is it, chin. Does it just seem like it's a tiny chin because the beard is so large? Do most wrestlers with beard, like really big beards, have these chins and that's a way of hiding it? Right. We want to know. So let us know if you have any theories or pictures to back this up. Are these beards because of weak chins? Mm. Or are they just what's in style right now? Yeah, we want to know. It's just a character choice. It could just be a character we don't know. No one knows. No. It's a mystery. Um, yes, and then Cesaro and Bailey and They Sheamus. are so cute. Okay, so it starts off with Cesaro being like, come on, Bailey, faster, harder. Not sexual, but Bailey's like pretending to punch. She's not doing a good job of following directions with faster or harder. Sheamus decides to punch the crap out of Cesaro's hand. It's adorable. Yes. Then it gets better. Enzo and Cass show up. Now, I'm not that excited because honestly, I've gotten real sick of Enzo. I have. I hate to say it because I loved him when he first came out, but he was starting to wear a little thin. He, he can't back up his talk with the walk, and when you have a face that's doing that, it really throws me off. I get it for a heel, but for a yeah. face, you know, you kind of need to also be a, like, winner. Anyway, so he pops up and he's being weird as crap, and he's like, basically, fight me. <laughs> Cesaro loses his shit. He could not keep the straight man face. Yeah. He was just like, Bleh. and then Seamus even like was like, yeah, I had to tuck that shit into his beard real quick. <laughs> we watched it about four times uh, so because funny. it was so funny watching them just like, yeah. mm -hmm. I'm very tough at me. And then uh, Enzo had to like be like, Cass, and then Cash just sighed and moved him out the way. And then Enzo was talking all shit. <laughs> So good. That was yeah. a great promo. I loved it. Even the little touch, like Bailey just being like, she just went, <laughs> just Homer Simpson just, just, just push. Right she made the face. She did. You know, she the did. Face. She was like, and I'm gonna be the one in this face. It was. It was great. My favorite promo I've seen in a while. Cause a lot of you know Kevin Owens and Jericho do pretty great promos. A lot of other promos have been trying too hard for the comedic ones. Yeah, that's right. This one was great. Um, and then <clears throat> Enzo just got possessed. It was, honestly, it felt like a mockery to even have Cesaro face Enzo. And I really did feel like Enzo was going to die a couple times. Yeah, Cesaro, <laughs> I don't know if Enzo's just the best seller of all time, or if Cesaro was maybe hitting him a little hard, but it was kind of hard to watch it at a times. A bit, yeah. Yeah. It makes, and, and, and. It's another thing. Like, if it happens every once in a while, okay, cool. That's part. It's like the op the other side of the Braun thing. Like, like we see Braun beat up a bunch of people. This time we see Enzo get beat up like literally every week, and it hurts my heart a little bit because he never gets the whip. And also, like, he's constantly never hurting is. himself, constantly hurting himself, and it makes me nervous. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It makes me nervous. So, uh, can we? Have him do weird backstage stuff. Right, just make, just make him a little ballet. Have yes, him and Xavier have a fight for who is the bardiest bard. Yes. Uh, yeah. Then we moved on to Sammy had a match. That's <laughs> Rusev. Wait, who? Oh, Rusev, there we go. I was like, there's a paper Sammy? Yeah, Rusev. <laughs> Sammy had a match. I don't remember it. He's Spider Quinn. I love Sammy. Y'all know I love Sammy. 
this match just couldn't pull me in for some reason. I don't know, maybe Rusev having a mask on his face yeah, maybe is just, little... like, kind of dampened it for me. I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. I kept dozing off. Uh, not literally falling asleep, but just like... At the end, Samoa Joe comes out, which perhaps suggests that since Seth got hurt, Sami Zayn has to take up this feud, which is really interesting to me because that would mean Sami is getting an actual real push. Yay! You deserve well, it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we'll see how this all develops. Uh, you know, the WrestleMania thing is a little cloudy because if Triple H and Seth right. are, who's going to take that place? Right. So it could be Samoa Joe. It could be. Uh, Teddy Long. Just, <laughs> he's he's going to be at Hall of Fame. That's awesome. But they said one line that just... It stuck with me, and it is that he brought, like, he had a way with words, is essentially yeah. what they were saying. He brought a vernacular yes. to the WWE that or nobody else had. Of the, uh, I can't remember right, they yeah. said something like that. So then they started playing a bunch of things he said, and <laughs> tomorrow and I just frowned at each other. <laughs> he was literally just saying shit that every black person at that time period was saying. He, even quoting in Living Color. Right, he wasn't saying he wasn't just making up some crazy stuff that nobody had ever heard before. Um, so then it made me feel vaguely uncomfortable. Like, did Teddy Long introduce a whole generation of white people to like uncle slang? Like, cause that's shit the uncles say. It's yeah, not like, even like the coolest young people. You shit. know, he, you know, you're at a barbecue and your uncle shows up about mm, three. And he's like, I brought the potatoes and no tomatoes. And you're like, hi, Uncle. Uncle Mike is so funny. Yeah. Let me take that. With his, with his suit that's about a foot too long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His, okay, listen. <laughs> Teddy Long's suit jackets. Listen, he wanted to feel comfortable. I, and that's, that's fine. I just, need, I just need to acknowledge that because it's a thing that I always notice. I'm like, yeah. I mean, there are certain time periods where it was, and maybe it was just because it was early two, it was early two thousands, and that was a thing. But man, every time I see those clips, I'm like, look at that long. Like, look true. at it. Just need just a tailor so bad. Just, I mean, you can't. It's like touching his knees. <laughs> anyway, Teddy Long, you deserve it. We're so you happy you're going into yes. the Hall of Fame. Thanks for listening. Um, Tazawa had a match. Brian Kendrick was commentary. It was Tazawa versus Arya Davari. Mm-hmm. P.S. Arya Davari could get it, guys. I just want you to know. Yeah. When he wears that little thing on his head, I don't know what it's called because I'm uncultured swine. I'm like, yep, I'm all about that. Um, they said a funny line in the commentary. Yes. Uh, so Brian Kendrick this whole time was like, it's just all on. I'm taking over my wing and, you know, mentor, da 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 da. And then someone was like, does Tozawa understand that you're his mentor? <laughs> Uh, they also made a karaoke joke about Tazawa, which made me vaguely uncomfortable because I'm like, is he referencing uh, Korean karaoke, or was this just a random word he used and he didn't know that it's like a thing? Yeah. And then Brian Kendrick was like, well, I, I mean, I, I like karaoke. Like, I was just like, yes, right. thank you, thank which you, Brian. Which made me wonder even more if it was like an Asian person joke. Yeah, or... Or it, if it just was, he just pulled out karaoke and that was the thing. Or maybe there's some like... You know, Maybe actual he, stuff right. that they actually do go karaoke. Maybe right. that's a thing that we don't know. Also, now I really want to go to karaoke with Brian Kendrick. I feel like he like does a lot of like journey. Yes. Like a lot of like real like like double clutch of sincerity power. I bet he also does Nirvana. Or he could also do like just like a like that little like mid nineties hip hop era like radio jams. Like he would do a whoop. There it is. He would do some Will Smith just to just because it would amuse him. Right. A little digital underground. Yes. <laughs> Guys, send us your uh, top wrestler karaoke picks. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, we'll try and make him do it <clears throat> somehow. We'll do All right, it. now we have to talk about something incredibly sad. It uh, is called the Festival of Friendship. No, and now has come the time that we've all feared. We knew it was coming. They had a couple of like. Fake me out, right? Things. So but. let's start in kind of a an order. First of all, it was so cute, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, he was trying to go along with everything. You could tell something was wrong. Jericho went all out for his boyfriend. He did. He hired dancers. He bought a fedora that didn't fit on his head. It was super shiny. It was real tiny. He bought some art and whatnot. And the best part was 
when he was pointing out the art and he was like, I paid $7,000 for this. And then Kevin Owens like was looking at it like you're an idiot. And then he did that thing that all people who love somebody do where they're like, it's, yeah, that was a steal. That was wonderful. And I was just like, ah, my heart. I need a kiss. And, and then when he showed up the picture that was supposed to be like God creating Adam and he was like, I have kids. I can't put this up. And I was like, are they acknowledging the homoeroticism of your relationship? Because also I'm pretty sure they were just as naked, uh, in the actual picture, but whatever. You're not even wearing pants. I wanted to be like, you never wear pants. He wears that every time he gets in the ring. Do your kids watch? <laughs> Whatever. Rare, few people wear pants on this show. And then the magician friendship is either such a good actor or they didn't tell him what was going to happen when he stepped into the ring because he looked real nervous. He looked nervous. He looked confused. He looked like he didn't know what was yeah. happening. It was perfect. And then. They made Jericho hold an it for an entire commercial break. Yeah. Three minutes. A whole three to four minutes. Holding that it. Holding so it it. And then Kevin Owens starts complaining. Right? Now I get real mad. Because I'm like, Kevin, you ain't bring shit to the Festival of Friendship. Jericho has gone all out for you. And you have the nerve to complain it's not what you expected. But what did you bring? And then it was like, oh, he did. He did bring something. He did. He brought a gift. Betrayal! Of course, yes. <laughs> the gift of betrayal! Um, it was such a thoughtful gift. A new list? Yeah. Beautiful. Oh my god, Kevin, you know, yeah, you didn't go all out and spend all this money, but you got something that you knew your friend could use. Beautiful. Except that's not what it was. Nope. It was the list of KO, and Chris Jericho was on it, and then Kevin Owens hurt his boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. I, I... <laughs> When Jericho was going through the thing, he's like, it's been a year, but this friend that I've, this friendship is great, I love you. I went, no. It was no. so, it was harder to watch than, like, Attitude Era stuff with relationships. Yeah. And even the commentators would stop it, Kevin, no. <laughs> stop it. And even drunk-ass Corey was upset. Corey was sick with anger. <laughs> the next fight was, uh, I think it was the Enzo. Yeah, it was the Enzo after that. Oh, okay, so I got yeah. the order mixed up. But Corey was like, after watching the disintegration of Jericho, I have to watch he this. Was, he was he was not having it. He was and distraught. Then, and then uh, Sarah <laughs> smashed. And so he's like, I feel a little bit better now. <laughs> right. It was just oh so painful. Yeah, it was super painful. I just and then after there's another thing that upset me greatly. Was like a movie <laughs> upset reason. me greatly. So when Enzo Cast first came out, they were doing their whole shtick. And they're doing this whole like Swiss Miss chocolate thing for Cesaro because he's Swiss. And so they're like, oh, you know, you kind of don't have a lot of stuff on top because, you know, Cesaro doesn't have hair. And he's like, oh, would you put some marshmallows on it? And then somehow just Enzo came out with a handful of marshmallows all over where they came from. And, and he was sprinkling them. Like Salt Bay. He was Marshmallow Bay. Uh, and the entire time this is happening, Tomorrow was going, why, why, why? why? Yeah, I was. Like, why, 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 mentioned briefly uh charlotte bacon oh yes i didn't write it down because i was like ah i was so absorbed that i actually didn't write anything down it was good ass match yeah it was great i think they played to charlotte's strengths and bailey's strengths Mm -hmm. mostly keeping bailey fighting out of holds yes that's a good place to put bailey because Mm -hmm. it's a lot harder for her to mess things up or not you know look like she was with what was going on she looked like she totally understood everything that was happening because basically her role was Help, get out. Yeah. I think it was And then really the well. occasional, like, Hogan era type, well, you hit me, but I'm getting mad and I'm okay, which I always enjoy. Yes. Uh, um, it was a good match. And then we had a run in. And then we had another run in! Yes. My favorite. My favorite. Best. So, Bailey uh, put Charlotte in a figure four, and she mm-hmm. had her, and then somebody came and raked her eyes. It was Dana fucking Brooke. From out of nowhere. Out of, like, literally out of nowhere. Literally. We didn't know what. Yeah. <laughs> and so they were like, oh, no. And then so then Charlotte reversed it and put her in the eight lock. Figure it. Sasha Banks. Okay, run it out. 
hit the motherfucker with the crutch. Yeah, Dana Brooke went, squaw, went down. And then while Charlotte is bent over in her back bend to hit her in what was the throat, but you know that was all titty. Oh. It was just all titty. I like I have sympathy pains in my boobs. I know she probably. No. I know she probably didn't actually hit her with any force or strength, but no. watching it was real hard. Yeah. Because like, I was like, nah, the titties! <laughs> and that's why we've been singing Titty City. Yes. <laughs> for the rest of the night. Yeah. We made a lot of songs uh, about yes. that to mourn the breasts. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was, it was a good it was match. Good. I was happy to see it at the end, being the, the main card of the night. It was great. Yeah. And, you know, like I was talking about I, in the first episode, I, if you're going to have a run-in, I like there to be another run-in. Like, if it's always the person cheating, it's not fun when there's actual factions that kind of pop up now and then that makes it interesting. I was also so. interested because this was, a, you know, we always like to see the Eddie Guerrero and Sasha. And this was an Eddie Guerrero style thing that she did, making it so that Bailey won. Mm -hmm. And I would love it if this is actually a signal of some sort of heel turn or Sasha you know, coming back. Currently, it looks like it's being played straight as they're friends and yeah. I helped my friend. But it is kind of a heel thing to do to help your friend. Yeah, if the turn happens, it's probably going to happen after WrestleMania. Which would be great. Bring back heel Sasha because face Sasha is not as good. She's great in the ring. Yes. But on the mic, you know, she doesn't really have the force behind her that she could have as a heel. So, so on to other news that is not WWE. Mm -hmm. Lucha Underground is coming to Netflix. This is very exciting for me because I love Lucha Underground. That's, yeah, super good. I love the El Rey Network. I wish more people could get it. I guess that's a problem. A lot of people yeah. can't get it. Um, for New Year's, the El Rey Network was rerunning Knight Rider. Just 48 hours of Knight Rider episodes. Beautiful. I mean, come on, guys. It always has the best action movies it on. It really does. I love the network. Uh, but I'm happy that Lucha Underground is coming to Netflix because it means that more people yes. are going to watch Lucha Underground. They're going to want new Lucha Underground, yes. and then maybe we can get a bigger audience for yeah. Lucha Underground. It's, I mean, it's some bananas, great stuff. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. Yes. Uh, they also do not have that weird WWE thing about not letting women wrestle with men. Yeah. So you get to see a lot more intergender matches popping off. Mm -hmm. uh, and just real briefly on why it always bothers me, when women are learning to wrestle... They are wrestling men. Like, that is who they're going to wrestle the vast majority of time. And it's really weird to pretend that they can't wrestle men. Uh, I understand why they do it, but it still weirds me out. Yeah. Especially with the way WWE will use women throwing themselves in front of people as shields. Yeah. Like with Maurice and The Miz. Uh, it's weird. Andre the Giant is getting a documentary. Long time coming. Yeah. I think they've been working on it for like a decade. Uh, something like that. I, I feel like I've been hearing about it for a long time. Yeah. Right. So it's going to be on HBO initially. So it probably will go to Netflix a little bit after mm -hmm. that. Um, and uh, yeah, it should be real good. I'm, I'm very interested. Andre, you know, was one of the greats. I loved him first as Fezzik. I didn't even, I wasn't even watching him as a wrestler back then when he was wrestling. Uh, and, you know, very beloved and it sucks. The, some of the stuff he had to deal with and his illness getting worse. We so couldn't wrestle anymore. Uh, so I'm really interested in seeing that documentary. Yeah. On a weirder note, Rosa Mendez announced her retirement on Instagram and chose to make the entire focus about it be being because she became a mom. I think that was a really weird choice because my sim wants to quit their job every time they have a baby. So this is enough of a stereotype of like, I'm a parent now, I want to like do everything for my kid. It's like, you, this is kind of a phase. And maybe a few months, maybe five years in even, you're going to be like, I am more than a mom. Oh, my God, I'm a whole person. And like, if you want to retire from wrestling, that's cool. But don't, yeah. like, make it about your kid. Like, you're I, more than just a mom. Yeah. I mean, you know, that might be, might have been the easiest way to Right, I'm hoping it was just her being like, I need an excuse. I'm an entrepreneur and a mom now. And, yeah. like, I don't know. It was just a really weird message. Like, you can't be a wrestler and a mom. You could be a wrestler and a mom. You could be a wrestler and a dad. Like, mm -hmm. plenty of moms have crazy-ass jobs. Or you can want to spend more time with your child, sure. But making, I don't know. It just came off as really weird the, to me. Because she said it, like, multiple times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it was just reading the Instagram message. I was just kind of like, okay. It's cool. I, you know, wish her the best, yes. of course. Uh, but I hope her little girl doesn't grow up like, damn, I ruined my mama's wrestling career. <laughs> 
Regrets. Regret. <clears throat> it's on to a fun segment. Today we are talking about Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. A lot of you might find that weird to do with wrestling, but not that weird. Uh, you have a lot of classes, and you know you have your heels, you have your classifications, mm-hmm. and also that nerd WWE fan, and also wrestlers who are nerds. That Venn diagram overlaps a lot. You'd be a surprised. Uh, there's definitely people right now in the WWE who play Dungeons and Dragons. Absolutely. So we thought it would be fun to try and figure out which classes some of the wrestlers would be. Yes. <clears throat> so uh, bards are fairly easy. Bards are general we have a, ones. Right. They're gonna be like really good on the mic, have a high charisma. Mm-hmm. We seem to have a lot of bards, which yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Enzo definitely a bard. Enzo Mori. Xavier Woods is a bard. Um, uh, Dolph Ziggler is a bit of a bard. A bit I think. of a bard. Yeah, he's got a lot of charisma. He sells real good. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of performance mm-hmm. stats that that work for him. P.S. As we name some of the folks we want to talk about, if we miss anybody or if you disagree with us, please tweet us your thoughts on their classes because yeah. this was really hard. Yeah. So it's, speaking of Enzo. Enzo, yes. Cass is definitely a barbarian. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean. Like, what else? I mean, he's, he's a giant. He's just there to hit. Yeah. <laughs> he's not there to, to talk smooth, even mm-hmm. though he does. he does. I don't know why we pretend he's not great on the mic and would do fine without Enzo. Whatever, maybe that's why. Yeah. Uh, I think Rusev is another barbarian. I would agree. Yeah. Especially because he plays up that I don't mean no English yeah. shit. Like, and, and you know, uh, uh, Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. barbarian, uh, Big Show. Mm-hmm. Big Show could be a paladin. Yeah, I could see him, you know, straddling that line. P.S. Oh, I guess we should, in case you don't play Dungeons and Dragons, we oh. should explain a little bit about what the classes yes. are. So we explain bards. Barbarians generally like to talk with their fists. Yes. They are the the people who just want to hit things. They get real angry very easily. They're the tanks. They're, yes. I'm usually a barbarian whenever I play because I don't like to think when I play D&D. I just want to hit things. I can I can tell you that's true. It is true. We 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 play a lot. And I uh, I have to be a cleric in one of our games because we didn't get to choose our classes, She's and it, it's it's driving me crazy. I hate it. I have no around. spells. It's ridiculous. See, I might spell. Oh yeah, no, I'm a wizard. This one, yeah. You're a wizard, Tabata. <laughs> uh, I don't have any healing spells though, which is <clears throat> uncomfortable for me. I have the healing spells. I just want to hit things. Okay, anyway, anyway sorry. Moving on. Digress. Um, Sorcerers and and wizards and monks were a lot harder to choose. I yeah. think Alexa Bliss is a sorcerer. Yeah, I could I could see that. I could also kind of see her being a rogue because okay. she's like athletic and tiny, like a little sneaky. You know, like I think she could like get in tiny corners and just like shank people. Really. Just shank people. Just yeah. shank them up. Okay. Sneak attack. Uh, I think Charlotte would be a fighter. She's not, you know, just hit things and not thinking like a barbarian. Yeah. She's not super planny and tricksy like maybe a rogue or a mm-hmm. wizard might be. But she's still strategic. Right. Yeah. So I definitely get just all around just fighter. Mm-hmm. I think her and Sasha Banks are both just fighters, which yeah. is probably why they work so well together. Probably. Yeah. Uh, for druids, this was really hard. So druids are magic users that are all one with nature and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I think we have two very different kind of druids. Yeah. Um, Bailey is very obviously your crunchy granola hug a tree druid. <laughs> Literally a hugger. Why wouldn't she, she hug trees? I don't know why not. They deserve hugs. Um, and you Alicia deserve Fox. it. Alicia Fox. She comes off as a druid too. Mm-hmm. There's but just like, something about her. It's like maybe. Right. Maybe if, you know, we're not doing alignments, no. right? But if we were to do alignments, Bailey and Alicia would be a good example of different alignments of the same class. Yes. Yes. Get real deep in that nurse. Get in there. We were trying to figure out if there were any clerics. Now, yeah. clerics have faith in something, right? That's what separates them from other types of classes. And I was like, I know there's someone, there's people who've been put forward as, as like faith is something that drives them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there are two people that I think of when it comes to Jinder Mahal, yes. who originally came back under the whole, I found peace, you know, I'm, I'm learning through through peace, and I, it's helped me become a better wrestler. And he, yeah, now he's a heel. Now he's a heel, it's fine, it's fine, because he's transformed it into what he wanted it to be. Yes. Which, again, cleric, still works. Mm-hmm. And then I think Rich Swan. Yeah, I feel like he's got a real, like, gotta believe kind of thing. Right. It comes out, and everyone, like... Right, you all get the feel. It it would be like if he was playing his god is music or something or positive energy. It you know you feel 
feelings when he comes out, even without a storyline. Yeah. And that's why they ended up having to push him, is because that, that kind of character he was creating. So, yeah. again, I think they're two examples of good and, and evil, or neutral at least, mm-hmm. of the same class. Yes. Um, Evermoon. So, yeah, what do we think about Evermoon? Uh, I think she can multi-class, honestly. I feel like she is both a rogue and also a wizard of some kind. Like, I feel like she would want to cast spells and also sneak up and gank somebody. See, it's funny because I just feel like she is a fighter. I don't, I completely disagree about the wizard thing. Hmm. I mean, I can see the fighter thing, too. But, like, I just, I feel like there's something, maybe it's just that she has that, that, uh, that, it's just the cow. Maybe the hood is just making me feel like she's a rogue, but I feel like, well, but also there's a different thing because she also really likes fighting too, so like I could totally see how it goes there, but I also feel like the type of nerd that she is would really appreciate throwing some spells at her. Right, like I bet you she doesn't play a fighter. No. Yeah. I bet you when, when she plays a game... She plays as, as either like a warlock or, mm-hmm. or a thief or something. Yeah. But as far as her personality, for me, that's where I sit. But it's okay for us to disagree. Yes. We'll get some salt Learn your lesson, everyone. It's okay to be it's friends okay. and disagree. Asuka, what do we think? She's real tough. She is, yeah. I could, I could see her doing a couple of things. I could see her like being like some sort of paladin. I could see her as a fighter. I could see her as a barbarian, honestly. Like, yeah. she's, pr- she's pretty ruthless, so... See, uh, I can see her as a warlock, because mm-hmm. I feel like she plays a lot of mind games in the game. True. Even though she's mostly working on submissions and things, she's, from her entrance all the way down, she's casting a spell on you, and she's making you fall under this fear that she's gonna kill you. It's true. It's true. Biggie's another barbarian. Yeah, I mean, pretty big, easy. big tanky. They've got a good set, because they basically, Biggie is the barbarian, Kofi is the rogue... And Xavier is the bard. Yeah. They're pretty balanced. Yeah. They, they a need party. a magician. They do. They need a healer. They do. Hmm. We got a Titus O'Neil. <laughs> Titus O'Neil. Well, Bailey's there with Titus. Yeah, Bailey could join you their could team. Put her in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yes, you could. But see, the Titus O'Neil is a barbarian, too, that you start overbalancing. It's true. He can't join them. AJ Styles. I think he's a monk. Let me tell okay. you why. Monks are really great at hand-to-hand combat. Okay. And AJ Styles is phenomenal uh, uh, in the ring. Yeah. He's just one of the best performers out there right now. So to me, the way he treats his craft, I feel like he's a monk. Yeah, I, I could also see fighter as well because of that strategic nature of things. Um, and being able to like see weaknesses and things and, and, and do do that. I could. I, I would go both. I could, he, he can do a class. He's fine. Just level them both. You can't multi-class everybody. Listen, some people, ruins the game. Some people should multi-class. You should not if you're brand no, new to Actually, duty, that's true. Don't do that. Please it's do not multi-class. Right. It, no, it's, it's complicated. It makes things harder. Yeah. So we didn't really have any rangers that we named. Trying to go through the entire yeah, WWE yeah, we'll roster mentally real quick. Uh, you know who would be a ranger to me? Kalisto. Yes, I could see that. Sort of I can see Cedric Alexander as a ranger, I feel like. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's something about He him. did have a fox companion for a while. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> recently. I know. Really oh, what would Jack Gallagher be? Oh. Um, Jack Gallagher. He might be a bard or a paladin. I would, I would say paladin probably, because he's very like proper and standing for mm-hmm. for truth and what's right. The gentlemanliness. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah. Hmm. Exciting. Tell Good us uh, wrestlers that we missed. What you think they are? If you completely disagree about with the wrestlers we did pick and the classes they are, let's talk about it. If you want us to do more of these, like to go into alignments or uh, backgrounds or anything like that, let us know that too. Yeah. Why not? Just get all up in there. Get in there! So, hopefully we didn't talk your head off too much. Um, I do have one announcement. I have a new wrestling show. Ah. I'm so excited about this. I've been pitching a wrestling show for a while. I finally got fed up that nobody would take the wrestling pitch, so I made my own show. Uh, But, it looks like my perseverance has finally paid off. I met somebody else who also wanted to make a wrestling show. We put our powers together, and we now have a show on Hyper RPG. 
if you never heard of it, Hyper RPG is a Twitch community. So mm-hmm. you would go to www.twitch.tv slash Hyper RPG. I believe it stands for Hyper Rabbit Power Go, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, my show will be at Saturdays at 6.30 p.m. That's Pacific time. Mm-hmm. And you can catch us talking about wrestling. The perspective is for people who are geeks and don't know that much about wrestling, and then also for people who love wrestling. So the goal is to bring people in and really share our passion for wrestling and help them understand why they should also be very passionate about wrestling. Because, you know, some people like to come up in your stuff and be like, wrestling's fake, and then you're like, oh, just... So... But cannot live. But cannot live. Anyway, so... Yay. We need your support because we basically have a month to prove ourselves. So if we don't get enough views or enough subscribers or enough tips, uh, we will disappear. So let's prove to people that people do love wrestling shows. Watch us. It'll start this Saturday, right after this video comes up, whatever week this is that this video appears. I'm pretty sure this video will go up on a Tuesday. Uh, it'll be that sa- following Saturday and then every Saturday thereafter. So, thanks for watching. This yes. has been Women Wrestling Friends Podcast. Thank you, Tamara, for joining me. Tell them where to find you. You can find me on the Twitters and the Instagrams at Misfits Tamara. And I am Sarah the Rebel. You can follow us at Women Wrestling F, because I couldn't fit Women Wrestling Friends into a Twitter account. Boo! Uh, send us all the things that we told you to send us, yep. because we would like to see them. Yes. Conversate. And converse. I know. I, I hate you. <laughs> all right, guys. Mwah. We'll see you next